your bidet arrive? <laughs> I haven't actually ordered one yet because I have analysis paralysis. Um, also, like, I don't know, like, I don't know which ones are the good ones. And on Amazon, it you know, matter. I didn't. You just need to survive, me. and then you can like order a I good mean, one when this all ends, and you've decided you're a bidet person. No, I don't. So <laughs> I'm not actually running out of toilet paper. I'm running out of the good toilet paper. Uh, and having to start using the not good toilet paper, <laughs> but I'm not like, you know, cutting up my t-shirts for toilet paper, at least. I'm also not cutting them up for masks because I am not good at things. Uh, Custom Ink, which usually makes promotional products, is selling masks. So I bought, a, I think it's like a 30 pack or something, or maybe a dozen. I forget. What if I were to purchase... Uh, store-bought mask and pass it off as my own homemade one. Yeah, that's, I, I just, I don't, I, so I only know, like, the backstitch, which is fine for repairing, like, a hole in a hem or something, uh, and I don't own a sewing machine, and it would be unbearable, oh, and I don't, I don't own thread, <laughs> so that would be something. Uh, oddly, I do have fabric scissors, because there was a time when we thought we were going to, like, make things, but then... We didn't, um, but I still have the I, I similarly have a useful quantity of thought we were going to, but never did supplies <laughs> that have become relevant. I really only have the scissors, so so I, I just bought some, and I'm expecting them to ship pretty soon. Uh, my my new house plants, however, will be arriving on Wednesday. I'm very excited for that. Mm, do you have scissors for them as well? Uh, I shouldn't need too many scissors for the house plants, but I do, in fact have a variety of scissors that I may need uh, up to and including giant like hedge clipping shears um, which by the way if if you've never gone out and just whacked at a hedge with giant hedge trimming shears it's like really cathartic oh yes and <laughs> they also come in like the same thing but like larger like it's like from a cartoon uh, <laughs> before you get up to like the actual like tree snipping ones which again are like the end is the same thing but larger and there's like two feet of handle but like that's not enough so everyone uh you know grandpa's on there <laughs> like, bars. like some pvc pipe or whatever to give them eight feet of leverage and yeah, yeah. you can cut through any wood that will fit through them <laughs> yeah i'm not likely to start trimming the trees but i might go out and whack on the azaleas after they bloom which they still haven't which seems I don't know. I feel like they should have bloomed already, but maybe they're confused because we didn't really have winter. So they're like, eh. like, I can see that they're budding, um, which means that as soon as they flower, there will be a gigantic rainstorm and all the flowers will be ruined. But I should have at least one day of azaleas, um, which I typically do. Yeah. Um, now, while you're outside... <laughs> Um, I broke this out of what was originally a, a larger topic of stuff, but uh, <laughs> we are going to give uh, homemade masks specifically their own episode because the CDC changed its recommendation uh, to people should have uh, at least a homemade mask on all the time because the good stuff needs to be you yeah. know, used by professionals. And the reasoning is like, duh and like <laughs> this like we now have to like hammer stuff into americans that has been normalized in parts of asia for decades now yeah i don't know why um and i definitely have it too like i don't really want to wear a mask it seems uncomfortable 
I'm definitely not going to. So this this Sunday, um, there were I decided to wash my car. The weather was nice. So I decided to wash my car because uh, birds have been pooping like crazy on it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they resumed pooping pretty much immediately. Yep. So there's there's they, one of them must be standing on my door and admiring itself in the mirror and shitting uh, based on the position and quantity of shit in the in the particular location. Um <laughs> But so I was out washing my car and other neighbors were walking around. Some of them were walking around the neighborhood wearing masks. I'm going to continue to not wear a mask to wash my car because no other humans should be coming near me. And in fact, none did. Uh, yeah, that's there fine. were some <laughs> there were some children playing in the soap puddle at the end mm-hmm. of my driveway. They were my neighbor's children. So it's like, whatever. They're like far away from me. And also they have much more to worry about from the bird poop that you're <laughs> washing. If they <laughs> Well, I mean, it was it was the rinse, so it would have been pretty diluted uh, bird poop. <laughs> yeah, the, I I don't think the soap was very. Anyway, they had rain boots on. It was fine, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it was my neighbors who rescued my cat's children, uh, so they get they can splash in my puddles if they want, <laughs> <laughs> as long as we all maintain our distance. Um, and like, so I go to the grocery store and, you know, <laughs> most of the people who were at the grocery store wearing masks were Asian people, like, cause they got sense, unlike the rest of us, um, <laughs> who are like, oh, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't want to, I don't know. I just don't want to wear a mask. I, I think it'll look weird, which is stupid. I realize this is a ridiculous thought process for me to have and I need to get over it. And I will, my masks are going to come in and actually they're kind of reasonably cool looking. I mean, they're black and whatever. Um, so being in a, if a diverse part of a very diverse state that has never been labeled a swing state. Um, when I went out, it was already normalized. And I, this was also Sunday, I think you said. No, I was grocery shopping on like Thursday or something. Oh, well, that was before the official call came in on Friday. So, um, yeah, although we knew it was coming at that point. It's weird how I news know, happens but now. Everyone is so like in denial about what the next phase is until it's like officially official. Like still nobody wants me to or, or no one's willing to let me tell them that, uh, this takes until there's a vaccine like we uh so we have a uh a weekly town hall at my healthcare related profession because obviously and you mm. know we did open it up with that we didn't have an increase in the increase of uh <laughs> cases and or deaths in uh, our state but again like if we flatten that stuff that just keeps the hospitals at their present level of overload. And that means we don't have to do anything more ridiculous than we're already doing. Right. Although it's already really bad. By the way, just uh, something that I, I just remembered. Uh, some Somebody posted on Twitter um, that as a black man, he wants to wear a homemade mask, but he can't, he doesn't feel comfortable for obvious reasons, going out in, like, a bandana? Because... <laughs> yeah, so, you know, all the, uh, you know, blonde people like me get to make jokes that, oh, I'm dressed to do so many crimes. But <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a lot of privilege. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to shoot me, uh, probably, <laughs> and assume that I'm there to rob the store instead of buy some milk. <laughs> like, But it's a real, it's a real serious concern and yet another reason why we fucking suck. Um, Although I feel like the chief uh, indicator of our fucking suckness this week (laughs) was the president and his idiot family 
Oh, man. Speaking of hospitals, like, so, so the states were told, all right, you fuckers are on your own with regard to medical equipment and PPE. So they're like trying to broker deals and they're competing with each other. Some of them have formed consortiums, but like. If only the states united. Right. Wouldn't that be amazing? But but even so they so they broker these deals and to, to buy equipment and the feds fucking confiscate it when it comes in and add it to the national stockpile, which the fucking moron Jared Kushner has has informed us <laughs> is not uh, the state's stockpile. It's the federal stockpile. It's not for the states. It's for it's for who the fuck is it for exactly? Yeah, then? it's not like there's <laughs> something that like the states are underneath. Like we're all of the pieces. I mean, <laughs> that is all do... that there is, right? It's it... the United fucking States. That's the whole thing. The federal government, and, and it's is not, not like you're hoarding separate. them like for FEMA or you know any other federal well, agency I that... mean, what we know is happening is that they are hoarding them for red states yeah because we have a we have an idiot child in the white house who who you know wants to reward people who are nice to him and punish people who are not nice to him yeah and we also have idiot child governors in some red states so they could kind of oh yeah use <laughs> they, they could use competent uh support from the federal government they could they're not going to get yeah. it so what's going to yeah. happen i mean so there will come a point very very soon where the red states actually are completely overwhelmed and drowning and need a bunch of stuff however yeah, like louisiana <laughs> and uh, florida specifically who started social distancing on thursday uh are not going to do well yeah louisiana was like how was i supposed to know no it's oh it's so infuriating it, it really is because like this, this is like actual deaths we're talking about <laughs> uh, yeah like and like we're laughing to not go bananas. <laughs> you Pretty have much. to understand that. It's either jokes or sorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. <sighs> we, I, we all need to have little cottage industries making... And it's it's funny. Like, a few weeks ago, we were like, okay, all you... you dinguses making uh, ventilator parts on your 3D printers. Like, I don't know... I would probably still you don't want to do that but like the people who are 3D printing like um like mask like those plastic face shield holders that you can put like I don't know anything transparent in yeah. like a like a soda bottle uh that's still probably uh actually helpful um Yeah and also the uh uh the 3D printed thing that's Oh the ear saver deal? Yeah so Yeah that you looks pretty the good. Masks that instead of your ears and yeah, that's, again, like, you're not breathing that for the most part, so you're probably fine, whatever the hell it's made of. Right. <laughs> On the back of your head, it's all right. Yeah. Um, and uh, ventilators are actually worth their own episode, so we won't get into the additional shenanigans going on with them. But uh, just sticking to masks here. Um, right. It's so hard because I do want to get a dig in at Elon Musk again, but we'll we'll save it. Yeah. The whole story with the federal government literally like stealing them <laughs> oh yeah and then accusing hospital personnel of being the ones who are stealing masks so first of all the people stealing there has been a problem with with masks being stolen from hospitals you know who's doing the fucking patients random random additional humans it's not 
it's not the staff members who actually need them to not die. It's like Joe Asshole, who's, you know, kid broke his thumb or something, and he saw a box of them in the hallway because they, you know, it was kind of normal to have them around so you can just grab one as needed, but they had to start locking them up. Yeah, a thread that summarizes uh, the shenanigans uh, goes as follows. Um, states are buying PPE for themselves because they can't get it from the Fed. Uh, the Fed is stopping planes on tarmacs to confiscate these shipments. I wonder if that's also why, like, my clarinet has been sitting in JFK for a month now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the feds have confiscated because, like, your clarinet. Because they're like opening everything and it's like, <laughs> this box from China is in PPE. You know, you would think that they should be able to tell um, based on the profile of the contents of the box. So it's possible mine was just triaged into, we don't need to address this for the six months. Yeah, customs or whatever. So then the federal government is then allowing private distributors like McKesson to transport these confiscated uh, PPE on FEMA planes to recipients determined by the federal government with no transparency or oversight. Yay. States who had their ordered supply confiscated turn around and start asking the federal government for, for supplies. And the they go on says, no. TV and say that's not what this federal stockpile is for, as we mentioned. <laughs> Which is the stupidest fucking thing. And then we have states going to extraordinary means, such as Massachusetts, like, smuggling them in on the Patriots, like, private plane fleet. Yeah, and, like, I think it was somebody in Michigan or Wisconsin or something who, like, was driving furiously in the middle of the night Yeah, or that was another one, too. Yeah, uh, someone was, like, literally speeding to get to somewhere to, like, bid faster. Right. And it's just so fucked up. What should be happening if the grown-ups were in charge, with it, which they have not been for, for the last almost four years, um, <laughs> is that, okay, so fine. The federal, first of all, the federal government should already have a bunch of stuff, but they don't. They didn't because they suck. Uh, they didn't have anybody to plan anything. They fired everybody who had half a brain cell. Um <laughs> Oh, and also, in, in case any of your, um, shall we say, red state family members are passing uh, anything around, while it is true that in the, dear God, oh, four months ago, <laughs> in the very beginning of the calendar year, yes, we did export some supplies. It was a trivial amount. It was about as much as was stolen from that plane that was belonging to the Patriots or whatever. Like, we are talking about, like, one plane load that also, we did. Also, like, yeah. you can't have it both ways. You can't, you can't require states to bid for supplies that should just be distributed to them and then complain because capitalism is good. And then, on the other hand, complain about selling equipment to where it was needed at the time. Uh, and also, because, we didn't gouge on that. <laughs> right. And, I mean, it's naked racism. I mean, it's quite clear yeah. that they they feel that the, the, the Chinese uh, don't des didn't deserve the supplies. Even and like, but do we deserve fucking iPhones? Because guess where those come from? <laughs> we don't actually. We don't deserve iPhones. <laughs> we don't deserve iPhones or dogs. But <laughs> um, it's so frustrating because, like, in World War II, it was just like. Guess what? The railroads are nationalized and you car manufacturers, here are the plans for Jeeps and tanks and this is what's happening. 
And it did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, there has been, like, the, the president was mandated that uh, um, GM should make ventilators, but not like... After their employees walked out! <laughs> like, yeah, it started with the people being like, don't call us essential and have us come in to make your washing machines or whatever. You know, if you're making us come in, you know, then we're part of the response to this crisis and want to be doing something relevant. Yeah, funny how people don't want to die for, for profits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but a lot of people, a surprising amount of people are willing to die in the service of their fellow man. Funny how that's still, I mean, among the poor. Now, the rich are fucking off to, like, well, yeah. rural Maine and whatever, where, <laughs> where you know, they're already under-resourced for their year-round population and definitely can't support the rich assholes who want to go to the beach, even though it's like 45 degrees in Maine still. And also the beach is made out of rocks and crabs. Right. <laughs> it's not a nice beach. No. But they're, they're, they think it's the fucking, it's the mask of the Red Death. They think they're going to hold them, wall themselves up in, and I, God, I hope. <laughs> I, it's mean. You're not supposed to hope that people get the disease, but I'm not, I just can't find it in my heart to be that sad for poor Boris Johnson. Yeah, I was going to say, I was looking at that trending this morning with uh, a feeling of jealousy, in fact. Oh, man, wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> if, I mean, so... There is no justice. <laughs> no, and the fucked up thing, though, is even if even if our current shithead president were uh, hospitalized and unable to discharge his duties, not that he's able to discharge them now, but ignoring that technicality... Uh, the fucking asshole Mike Pence would be in charge. And actually, wasn't Mike Pence supposed to already be in charge of this disease? Yes, have... because he wanted to give him something to do. Where have we heard from him? Like, people are like, where's Joe Biden? Where's Mike Pence? I I, I don't know. I, I feel the president is speaking a lot, which should not happen. Jared Kushner is speaking also should not happen. The whole reason a lot of people used to think that Jared Kushner was smart was because his daddy bought him into Harvard and he mostly kept his mouth shut. Right. So you didn't know the, all the, the stupid things that were swirling around in there. Better to uh, keep your mouth shut and be thought... Uh, be thought a fool than to open yeah, it and yeah. remove all doubt. Yes, <laughs> yeah. my mother always used to say... Well, she still does say that, actually. Because um, <laughs> it's true. But, like, that that was his mantra and it worked out pretty well for him. Until he, he opened was a, his mouth. <laughs> he was a weird robot married to the other weird robot that is the president's daughter <laughs> but now he's talking and now like we're sure of what we only heretofore suspected that he is also a huge fucking idiot did you also see that like that's why he has no wrinkles <laughs> he's never been <laughs> he's never like made the uh, confused face or anything no he's never made or worried faces <laughs> yeah. or anything really <laughs> Uh, because he's never been in a situation, you know, gosh, wouldn't it be a shame if he got the disease too? And there was something that money couldn't actually buy his way out of. Now, granted, money will buy you a lot of medical care, but to a point. Yeah. <laughs> although, of course, poor people are dying a lot more for a bunch of reasons that are mostly come down to, that mostly come down to capitalism. And uh, incidentally, that correlates with about a uh, twice as many of them being uh, black. Yeah, shockingly, people of color are doing a lot worse in this situation. Uh, particularly Native Americans are doing really poorly. Uh, can't, you know, can't say I'm, I'm shocked by that, although I, I remain appalled. <laughs> or infuriated. <laughs> There's just so much appall in me right now. <laughs> It's, I, it's hard to say. 
it's really convenient that like after we didn't quite get there in 2010 that like we're ready to give this revolution thing another try except now we're not allowed to go outside or be in groups for like reasons that the government can't like make up we'll all have to hop on zoom i guess well maybe not zoom <laughs> zoom well you because know. i mean they'll just hand it right off to whoever's tapping their wires because they're yeah. not encrypting as they think they are yeah the ceo was like man i should have you know gone about this with the with you know security and privacy first and i'm like you what the fuck what kind of moronic uh, Silicon Valley nonsense is it to have an audio video platform that is that has anything for its first principles other than security and privacy that is some serious Silicon Valley bullshit I don't know where he's actually from but it's that attitude you know that bro-y thing where you only worry about well, you scale the... first yeah right now scalability granted very important for that kind of platform however if you have a highly scalable insecure platform that's actually worse right because you know at least there's the legitimate evil of google and facebook where uh whatever things they're doing with their ill-gotten data of yours they're the ones doing it and everything is 100 percent on purpose and it's never going to get into anyone's hands without you know a little quid pro quo <laughs> right you have to at least pay for it but in in this case it's just pure incompetence where anyone can just sort of be sniffing for it and I mean, literally in the case, anyone, because it turned out like the saved recording URLs were uh, predictable and you could just start iterating mm -hmm. through until you found the various uh, uh, confidential patient conversations or nudes of your... People shouldn't send nudes. I just, I, 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 I'm too old to be, <laughs> to be, <laughs> to not think that people just shouldn't send nudes to one another. Well, I mean, it's also how Gen Z funds itself. Oh, that's because true. Because they have a worse economy than even oh millennials have. <sighs> Speaking of that, there was a, there was a different tweet that I saw earlier. Some somebody actually wrote the news headline that this yeah. is the first uh, the first um, uh, recession. Oh my god! I've, yes, that's the word. For some reason, I could because we're all under extreme cognitive stress. Well, from, okay, actually, from, economic crisis, which is even right. worse. <laughs> I know because it's so ridiculous. This is the first economic crisis millennials have ever faced. Which, yeah. okay, asshole, the oldest among us are pushing forty hard. <laughs> this is like our third or fourth one. Like, so nine eleven happened when I was a sophomore in college, um, and the recession after that didn't affect me quite as much because I was in you know the bubble of the fancy lady college that I went to, uh, but I was aware of it. But, like, we knew about it, and it was scary, and we started having to take our shoes off at the airport. Um, and then, you know, 2008 happened, mm -hmm. which was, that was four years after um, I had graduated from college, which was really, I was very lucky that I was not born, oh, four years later, because <laughs> I was already, um, I was not fired. I was not laid off. I was furloughed, but that's, you know, comparatively nothing. I, I took a 10% pay cut that year or whatever. I survived. It was fine. Uh, but a lot of people my age and the younger millennials, th their lives are fucked up from that. They still, they were permanently, because, I mean... Well, yeah, I mean, I started at, like... <laughs> Uh, half the salary I should have because I started as that was exploding. <laughs> right. When you take anything that you can get 
And because this country sucks and you always, they always worm out of you <laughs> what your previous salary was, plus that sets your own expectations, um, what, you, what you've made so far, um, they're never going to make as much as they should have. Sorry. Yeah. And, and that, includes, that includes you, mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately. Less so me, uh, although I did start out in public higher ed, so that whole thing. Now, it is interesting that we were also due for this to be another recession uh simply because you know you can time the bubbles and some of them are popping um regardless of this this is just sort of the like excuse just sort of like lehman brothers was like the excuse to notice that all of you know the mortgage-backed securities were made out of garbage they were made out of garbage the whole time (laughs) yeah Uh, so the one that's popping right now is um the one that i've been bitching about for 20 years is Shale oil has never been profitable, and all oil has been shale oil um, for like Exxon for since 2004. Like, once we realized what was in Iraq was sort of like not even worth stealing and too expensive to defend. So, that's never been profitable, and it's now been realized that everyone's just been buying claims, finding the one that's actually profitable, and selling it off like before anyone notices it's junk. (laughs) So there's all this like business to business debt that is made out of absolutely nothing because it was just sort of hoped that, well, oil will remain expensive enough to cover the interest on this. Yeah, it's 1929 all over again, where they're selling off fake land in Florida, except it's fake oil uh, oil fields in wherever the hell. Right. Uh, shale oil has never been, like, capable of being profited off of. It's only been, like, theorized to be, like, break even at, like, gas being, like, $5 a gallon. It's one of those fucking things, like, oh, we're going to switch to biodiesel. I mean, no, we're not, because... We can't the, make enough. <laughs> you, we can't... The, the amount of petroleum that goes into the corn that yeah. you grow to make it is equal to or exceeds the amount of fuel that you get out of it. So that's just like pie in the sky nonsense for people who want to keep burning stuff forever. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, speaking of oil, like, did you see that the president was very proud of himself for brokering a deal for, uh, I guess, Saudi Arabia or whatever to produce less oil to prop up the price of fucking gasoline in this country? Yep, there, there's not... the uh, invisible hand doing exactly what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Rescuing fucking, yeah. fucking Exxon, Exxon as usual. At the expense of regular people who maybe for once can get somewhere. Not that there are that many places they should be getting. But there are still, I mean, there are still people who need to go play. I mean, nurses still need to drive to work to save our fucking lives. Yep. And it was a little bit easier for them to do that for a while because the price of gas went down. You know, it's just so frustrating that like, As usual, every fix to every crisis is like, actually, no, if you look at some of that, like global warming fighting stuff, it turns out, you know, that having breathable air, you know, sort of keeps health (laughs) premium down. And we have less people who are immunocompromised because they're born with asthma simply because they were born next to an unregulated uh, methane plume. Or next to the freeway. Yeah. By the way, poor people live there. It's no coincidence. So frustrating that all of the incidental like accidental environmentalism that's occurring because (laughs) nobody's driving anymore or at least not you know in similar quantities as before that we follow that up with okay well the epa is canceling regulations 
Yeah, well, they've been canceling regulations. But for... like literally all of them. It's like, well, everything's well, canceled. Like, go ahead and, and dump poop straight into the lake. Like, it doesn't even matter Burn anymore. Burn your leaves. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's going to be a, a lot of like West Virginia lakes on fire after this. Like specifically West Virginia, but also like all of Appalachia, who is already extremely vulnerable to barely enforced EPA stuff. It's It's not good. It's just so infuriating. And... This also could have been a chance to be like, hey, maybe we could, you know, have a society that just uses a little bit less oil because, you know, occasionally the, the prices go all over the place. And, you know, it turns out so many jobs are capable of being done from home as we were randomly thrust into. And like now we're going to, you know, artificially price fix. I got a uh, a message from uh, my Toyota dealer that mm. <laughs> they're delivering cars, and it's like, what? Like, like you're like admitting that like first like the whole dealer thing is like an unnecessary <laughs> middleman because like I can order a car from Toyota.com and get the same crappy price. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like they're like delivering cars, and it's like, what? what like, for what? What am I using it for? Uh, well, I mean, if you're a doctor or a nurse or a veterinarian. I'm so glad that veterinarians are considered essential because of, you know, yeah. my idiot cat escaping, but also just general. I mean, Abelard is 16 or going to be in like maybe a couple of weeks. We're not sure exactly when he was born, but he was pretty small when we stole him Yeah, in mid-May. <laughs> yeah. And my babies are, I think, uh, 10 and 12 or 9 and 11 or they're, they're both April kitten season babies. So yeah. Oh, and also, so <laughs> Kira got out uh, yesterday while we were doing laundry. Um, she's the smart one. But luckily, out for us means into, like, the hallway between all the other apartment, like, individual units in the same building. And because reasons, I don't know what she does when she gets out, is she goes up the stairs one or two floors to the same unit on another floor and just sits there. Mm -hmm. Like, that's so weird. She, she's like, I did the thing. I'm done. You know, <laughs> it, no. um, but since we just learned that philids are among the creatures that can like actually host the virus, whether or not it affects them or not. It does. There's that tiger at the Bronx Zoo who was coughing and they diagnosed him with COVID. Right. That's so sad. That meant that when she came back in, you know, she had to get like a bath. <laughs> Because unlike your boxes from Amazon, where like it's fine if, you know, someone puts it down and walks away and then you pick it up and don't rub it against your eye. Uh, <laughs> cats have a tendency to <laughs> rub themselves against your eye. I like to rub my face on Dale, too. He's soft and nice. Okay. Yep. Well, at least now she's softer than ever, being <laughs> you know, laundry fresh. 